Today is August 16th. Good team sweeps bad team. Yanks the bad team in the equation. Let's talk all about it. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, uh, brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. We got Jake here, producer BBD in the corner. 9.49 p.m. on this fine Wednesday night where the Braves finish off the sweep of the Yankees, putting the Yankees below 500 and their future looking bleak, to quote Skipper Aaron Boone. Uh, Some fun stuff in the news. Judge kind of called the team out in his own way. And we got uh, a whistleblower from the minor leagues saying they don't teach the baseball down there. Uh, so fun stuff. Jake, how are you? Ben Ruda, Jim, BBD, everyone tuning in. And hey, all of our new listeners coming in to drink some Yankee tears. Come join the party because we're uh, <laughs> I don't even I, know if we cleared tears. tears. Yeah, anymore. that's the. Well, people have been, these have been some of our biggest episodes, so uh, thank you for joining us, and yeah, man, how about it? Um, I mean, just as non-competitive as I'd seen a Yankees team. Um, yeah, I mean, actually, the pitching was pretty decent besides Clark. But you can't, um, if you can't score, you can't compete. It's true, it's true, but I like today I liked watching the pitching uh, a whole lot, actually. Um, which is exciting, uh, because it's there. It's like next year's watch a little bit. Um, we watched the Sevy game live, and uh, yeah, besides that one pitch to Ozuna, that I thought that was a well pitched game as well. So I don't know. The pitching was actually pretty decent against a really tough Braves lineup. Sands Clark, the offense is the offense bad. It's uh the whole way. The whole way, last playoffs, couple playoffs ago, this whole season, I know the the stat that got sent in our Yankees chat late is, well, now the Yankees are 1-51 when trailing after eight innings this season. And, you know, that, that cuts to the core again of what I've been raised on of Yankees baseball is the Bronx Bombers. And, you know, there's... You know, a, a lifetime of comebacks or the ability to come back. And they don't have that, and they don't have the ability to score early either. So, um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's a brutal watch. I mean, just a lack of hope. Uh, you know, you're one of the more beloved guys at our company right now. Uh, our tech guy, Mike, he was at the office watching the game. A couple of the editors were here, me and BBD. And uh, he heard all of us talking about the Yankees, and at one point he chimes in and he goes, so should I bet on the Braves? He's like, I've never bet on baseball, but everything you guys are saying means I should bet on the Braves. And we're kind of like, yeah. Yeah, man. And so he did, and he won some money tonight, and he was pretty happy with that. So Pretty relaxed the whole way about it. 
It's a good way to go about it this time of year. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know. I, I think I disagree with I don't know, some of the sentiment obviously from the Yankees, obviously, but also from from Judge um like that ninth inning stat. It's like, well, that doesn't matter. They're not good. Like I don't I don't think the offense doesn't have fight in them. I think they don't have ability in them. Little column A, little column B. I mean, it, these last two games to not scrape across a run. I mean, Bryce Judge, El- Bryce Elder's been and bad. Labor lately. are the are the only two that I think, uh, and Volpe, a different level, are the three there that I think, um, going into next year, I think I I I say yeah, let's do it again. Let's they will help. Well, out of like the lineups we saw this series, Glaber, Judge, and. Volpe. Yeah, it's tough to argue for any of these guys right now. So I, I don't yeah. I don't have a Bader argument for you. I don't have an IKF argument for you. I don't have a Stanton, Bowers, McKinney. I mean it's yeah, hard to, and they're mostly gone anyway. Yeah. Mostly. DJ. DJ's a tough one. Same with Stanton, but I don't think they help the team in the future. Like I I don't think we're gonna part ways with them. I don't I think they're gonna be back, but I don't I don't I don't think their abilities are what they used to be. And I, I, I'm not going to go ahead and chalk it up as underperformance and, and playing herd and give them the excuses anymore. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know if that's there. I think that's fair. I don't think they can be penciled in, but I think Glaber judge are penciled in offensively as I do think they are, have the ability. And then Volpe is penciled in as he gets the chance to, Improve this year, right? He's he's shown enough. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah. uh, DJ Lemayhew turned thirty five this summer. That's not not a great baseball age, and you know Stanton. It's uh his last one sixty or what is it now? His last one eighty games. He's been a two oh eight hitter, <laughs> an under three hundred on base, and you know he can he can barely move. He's had nine lower body injuries in the past. Three years, so yeah. I mean, to be if you weren't skeptical, that would be bizarre. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Boone was asked at the end of this one, like his tone is was a little different. It was a little less annoyed about uh, outsiders not believing because he he did say in the post game, like I know we haven't given anyone. Uh, any reason to think we can pull this off, but as a team, that's how we have to think, and that's how we have to attack the ne- last quarter of the season, which is fair. Um, because he was kind of always like a little upset, like, why can't we do it? Right. And then he's like, and now, you know, and that's what you know, you get swept, you're under 500, you can't say much else. He's not going to come out and say we stink, but well, it's an enlightenment, right? Like, you've been brainwashed. And you you want to believe that, and then, yeah, I mean, well, that's be- what that's what we'll find out is, is 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 does does how much does this change their mindset? And it's why I was rooting, not rooting. It's why I was interested in in the effects of them getting swept, going under five hundred, uh, before September, before the series happened, because Hal should make comments again soon. I feel like. He can't be ducking right now after telling the fans uh, he didn't understand why we were upset. I just think that that's kind of in the next couple weeks. He has to uh, address this again. And 
it's bad, bad that changes have to be made. And I don't know what that is or who that is. I, I mean, it, I don't know if that's graduating Cashman to a, a different position and letting someone else take over. Um, there's a lot of teams where the assistant GM actually runs the show and it does a lot more than the GM or even, you know, they, they get, they go up to more of like a even higher managerial role. And then there's a new young blood doer, but it's either uh, a, a complete change in philosophy or a new regime. And I don't know if you can demand a change in philosophy out of the, some people that the way they believe is the way they believe. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's the scary part for Yankee fans right now is, you know, there, there's been rumors that cash is safe no matter what happens, and I don't know, that's just one of the mo- more bizarre things you could say. Like, even, you know, uh, if, <coughs> you know, there's a lot of things the Yankees can hide behind between winning records and, and old championships and things like that, but to, to say that, it just never makes sense. Like, this this could spiral out of control. And now, you know, what if what if Ben Ruda uh, is the tip of the iceberg? Like, I, I think the next month and a half is going to be the biggest punching bag of probably Yankees history when you multiply social media and just everything that will be involved. Um, you know, the, the Yankees are going to be targeted for everything, and the more layers that get peeled back... Uh, the more bad you find that I'm I'm interested to see. I mean, you know, is it Boone? Is it remember they brought in Manaya and Sabian this offseason? What was that about? Two veteran yeah. GMs. Do they have no power? Do they have a lot of power? Like what what is going on and what's gonna change? And I <laughs> I I'm scared if Hal does talk what those quotes would be, because I think he would fiercely defend Cashman, and I don't think you can do that. Um and and then from there, you know, this this offense has been scheming free agency and, you know, light trades. And obviously it's it's a tier below actually getting into analytics and front office and what's going to be traded. But not a lot out there. Not not a lot of circle that. That'll be a big fix for us. Oh, there's this great free agent outfielder. It's um Yeah, that's what we were doing on the yes stream yesterday on the yes app is trying to figure it out and I actually got really sad because I lost hope for next year right. <laughs> in the process. I don't think they, I don't think there's a quick fix um, in 2024. And that's why I was jealous of the Mets when they came out and said, <clears throat> we're rebooting. And just to let you guys know in part of this reboot next year is also part of it. So 2025 is our new plan. And just kind of the, the, the clearness of that is fun. Um, Sometimes you have to suffer short term to, to gain long term and you can't always be down. But I up until yesterday, I, I was a little excited about them making changes or, or finally like kicking themselves in the butts. But I I don't see a 24 option unless there's trades we're not seeing. But I don't know how much the Yankees have to move. Yeah, I mean, it it's baseball. So there's always a way by the time spring training comes around, we'll we'll talk ourselves into some different options, although we will <laughs> we'll be beaten down more than we've ever been beaten down before. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're going to have a lot of time to talk about that. So I I don't know, should we get into the Ben Ruda stuff if people think I'm just making up a word or or what should we talk about? Yeah, well, yeah, I was on foul territory Todd Frazier and Kratzy and Brzezinski's show and and uh, Ben Ruda was 
uh, a Yankee minor leaguer and he was in the chat and he was sharing stories about dude, kind of like what I asked Boone yesterday saying that they don't teach baseball in the minors anymore. It's just skills competition. And then two days later, Ben Ruda comes out and says, you know, we had this game uh, where you, it was an at bat versus a pitcher. And the only way the batter could get a point is by hitting a ball over 95 miles per hour or walking. So there was no, Hey, you got a runner on first. He's in motion. Try to hit behind the runner. There was no runner on third, two outs. We need a fly ball here. He said there was no um, situational hitting, no uh, you know preparation for hitting, and then he said another game they would play was uh, in your in your batting stance. Uh, they would have a, a guy with a radar gun, and the batters would hold a medicine ball, and in their swing motion, have to throw the medicine ball, and whoever could throw it the fastest, and then then Kratzy, who was with the organization, saw this change. He he gave more insight to it, and he said, yeah. When Dylan Lawson came in, he they retooled the whole thing in the minors, and um, and then he said some of these college coaches, coaches, really good guys, really not bad hitting coaches, and they only taught hit the ball hard, and that was it. Dylan Lawson got the keys to the kingdom a little bit, and they hired below him and taught this. And he said, Crassy said made the point that yeah, you got some guys that have developed and, and been up through the system, but they came to the Yankees as stud athletes um, with the abilities. So they kind of already had to hit the ball hard, hard tool and you didn't mold them in any way before promoting them. And it, I mean, listen, we have no idea how truthful or not truthful. I believe Kratzy. It adds up like fucking crazy. Crazy. So, I, I mean, I hope more stuff comes out like that. Because they can't really hide from that. That's feedback from your employers. Right, which employees. Uh, I, I doubt I doubt they're they're interested in, in an unfortunate way. But yeah, it's um it it's something that, you know, when Ruko was on and you know, he told his perfect game story that went down in Talking Yanks history, but um Ruko's been been pretty on a like the young core that came up with the Baby Bombers, you know, a lot of those guys seemed like they had talent. Like, again, you know, when we're sitting and watching on a couch, it's, it's hard to know what, what level and when do injuries hit or old age or can the league figure you out? Is there a hole in your swing? But there's so much young talent that it felt like fell apart offensively in the Yankees coaching style that it, at a certain point, you wonder which way, you know, the mirror's got to look back at you that, I don't know, I I know this isn't the perfect example, but Gary Sanchez has been great for the Padres uh, for for about half this season since he joined them. Um, like, I, it feels like there's two things going on. In the minor leagues, they weren't coaching baseball. They were coaching... Exit or, velo yeah. and spin like 2019 rate. 2019 on is what Krassi said. Exit velo, spin rate, like all the stuff that has correlation to, to some good baseball products, but not necessarily good baseball. Um, and then at the highest level, it felt like they had the most hands-off coaching we've ever seen. And then you go, you watch it one Braves broadcast, and you hear Ron Washington talked about like a godsend. 
Um, you know, what he's done, Eric, going back to Eric Chavez, Eric Chavez gave him his gold glove from winning third base. He is now with every team he's been at. Everyone talks about him as this fielding guru. And look at the Braves around the horn. And for the past couple years, they can pick it that, who have we had like that on the Yankees? Like, we compliment Matt Blake and the pitching, yeah. and, and they deserve some credit. And organizationally, I think a lot of what they have taught pitching-wise is pretty solid, and they have a track record of that, and they should get snaps for that. But hitting-wise, you know, outside of Judge, who openly talks about having his outside a teaching coach, what have, what have we done? The last guy is, is Kevin Long, who's still around as a hitting coach, but they would, you know, Cano and K Long would do that drill together. If you're too young to remember that, it was it was happening a lot. They would do the drill. It was a really fun, cool thing to watch happen. And um, K Long also had the chart in the room that says, uh, that's used to say, uh, how many times did you score the runner on third with less than two outs? And they, it was, they would keep track of it in the clubhouse walls. That's going back to 2009, 2010 that I remember a, a coach getting talked about like and what he did. And the problem, we've talked about this a lot, but it's even more like kind of official insight or unofficial, however you want to classify Ben Root and Karatsi talking about this. And Karatsi was funny, man, because it's everything we kind of heard about lost in the squad. He was like, yeah, these college coaches come in and they just like play these games. <laughs> yeah. Like not baseball, just these like, you know, he said it like a carnival act. Um, but, uh, you know, we did, they weren't, this wasn't hidden when they asked, how did they fix Gio Urshela in 2019 when this was happening? Uh, they said, we told him to swing hard, hit the ball hard. Just so happened the first year the Yankees had this philosophy take over and it was just hit the ball as hard as you can. We had incredibly juiced baseballs. So they, so maybe they can sue, you know, kind of like when you mm. you marry a woman, there's that court case in India where the guy married a, a woman and their babies were ugly and he found out she had plastic surgery and he sued like this is a lie. My kids were supposed to be hot. And now they're ugly. I think I don't remember if he won their loss. I was like in India. Yankees can maybe sue Manfred. You tricked us. We thought our philosophy worked. The juice balls ruined us because since 2019, man, they've been bad besides the first half of 2022. Yeah, it's like false trading or something like that. Again, yeah. I don't really know what that is, but it was like, you know, they were told that this stock is a good stock to have, and then uh, it's not. Yeah, the first um, year, and they doubled down. And then you saw, like, in front of our eyes, we saw, like, baseball stop being played and just swinging hard. And then we've been told, well, BABIP. And it's like, well, when you hit the ball really hard to the same fucking places, so rethink it. Right. And they they pride themselves on their defensive analytics, which I, I, everyone we've talked to, and I think to our eye test, it's passed pretty good. Like, they're, they're pretty good at reading percentages of where guys hit the ball, and maybe that ties into the pitching game plan a little bit. Although we have had our gripes on some of those things uh, throughout the year when they were doing – the full shifts and then throwing fastball away to hitters that could handle fastballs away and go with it, which felt like a pretty easy loophole to see in the system. But yeah, I mean, isn't it, isn't it, doesn't it make a lot of sense that the year baseball there, you know, watch a baseball game and look at the commercials and it's like the stolen base is back. 
we got rid of the shift because that wasn't baseball. Well, the year baseball came back, the Yankees got proven their philosophies about baseball were awful and bad baseball. So, uh, interested to see uh, what will come to the drawing board in the next couple weeks, and hopefully it's some young guys or yeah. different ball players, which was my request a month and a half ago. Um, but I, it, will, it would be interesting if more minor leaguers come out and just have a gripe and say, or just say like, yeah, we didn't do any situational hitting drills. That's very damning, you know, cause the coaches may come out and say, yeah, we played those games, but we also did hitting drills. Right. Like, so shut up. And maybe that, maybe that's very true, but if more players come out and be like, yeah, no, it was just cage work and hitting hard. We didn't do that. That's a really, really bad look that you can't sweep under the rug. Because the minor leagues are about teaching the fundamentals of baseball. Right. Taking a athlete that has the skills and the ability and then giving them the, you know, what it takes to be an MLB player. So if, if more stuff comes out, I'm very interested. You know, I like that Kratzy didn't shy away from it. And uh, I think that that I think that would uh, be like public opinion forcing a change. Yeah. And, and I, they already kind of did. They fired loss and they brought in Casey. Yeah. And I, I, you know, as as we start to zoom out and we can begin to zoom out on this season as, you know, the the miracle percent of this season, something happening went from two percent to zero percent. Um, you know, I think we're going to end up laughing. Like I, I mentioned, uh, you know, Sabian and Manaya got brought in. Like, what, what was that? Like, even Sean Casey yeah. getting brought in off, you know, from the MLB network. I know he's a super well-respected guy, but zero coaching experience. Like, so you just brought well, in two old GMs and you brought in an MLB network Oh, I network think that was guy? because like, there was there was complaints about Lawson and his lack of experience. It was and just desperation. Staff with lack of experience. It was just desperation. From, from like we like we heard a, regard. A, a player that was on the team back in the day, and we said like, "How's Matt Blake?" And they just said, "I think Matt Blake's gonna fucking tell Garrett Cole." Right. I think that was the sentiment with all the coaching staff, hitting, pitching, and the veteran guys in MLB all shared that like, "Hey, Cash, can you get us some fucking big leaguers to talk to us?" And he got he went and just found coaches. Yeah, I mean, was it even cash? Who knows? Who knows? Who, know, who knows? Yeah, I, I think I think the organization. You know, you can get whispers from whoever you want and believe whatever you want, but it it sounds like things are a disaster, and the product on the field seems to show that. I mean, mm -hmm. even even some of the stories we've heard going back to uh, the IKF at shortstop times getting benched in the playoffs, like. Uh, to the decision rooms and how they come come up with stuff. It it's never felt cohesive. Uh, it's yeah. It's never the felt Ford like Ford and Voight decision being a vote uh, by never, like ten people or so. It's Never felt like a team or an organization. It's felt like three. It's felt like three to five divided organizations. Like the veteran yeah, players yeah, yeah. versus a nation at odds. The the hmm. coaches versus the front office versus the deep analytics guys that uh. I don't know. I, it's one of those, if you're on the outside, I guess here's what I'll say. 
I don't know what comes yeah. next. I don't know what comes next from Hal. I don't know what comes next for Cashman. I don't know what comes next for Boone. I guess if I was an outsider, I mentioned our tech guy, Mike, who bet on his first baseball game tonight just because he heard really good team versus really bad team. If I told him everything we just said about the Yankees, I think Mike would say, I, I don't know. It sounds like they need to like clean house and reset. And I can't tell you that that's the wrong answer. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you try anything, right? I mean, that's why I'm interested to see the, how the rest of this year goes, what Hal's next comments are. Uh, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. A good um, look would be getting some AG1. Because all great athletes take AG1. Uh, you know, we've got we've got a crazy crew of warehouse competitors. I'm wearing my team baggage ball and play jersey. The AG1 is flowing in the warehouse when we're competing because it's great for recovery before or after a workout when you need a boosty boost. Mm -hmm. It's much more than green green powder. It's all the key health products in one. 75 high-quality ingredients that give you key daily nutrients and long-term gut health support. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your daily supplement routine, then AG1 has given you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash yanks. That's drinkag1.com slash yanks. There's a link in the description. And hey, I don't know, you know, you're going to need to distract yourself like from the hours of good Yankee baseball that normally does this time of year. Why don't you... Get your health on, you know? Set some goals for yourself. Mix it up. Um, update. Uh, that, that man who sued his wife is a, was in China, and he did win. I, I did think he won. I, you know. Yes. Um, interesting case. Do you want to do any Assuming burns, any game recaps? Case. Uh, I mean, I did one. I could do like a speed burn, I guess. Speed burn. I'll light a flame. Woo! We are heading to Atlanta where the players play as Maximus Freed would ask the Yankees if there's no one else. And the Yanks would try to Lewis and Clark Schmidt search for anything besides the baseball they were playing. He was a Bader boy. RBI ground out is good enough for him. IKF RBI. Yanks are up 2-1. The only problem, Braves scored the next 10 spot. Some drunk guy puked on Clark's tux. A brutal homecoming. 2.18 earned. Braves get fat off Albert. Yanks lose 11-3 final. Game two, Yankees would try to respect their elders versus Bryce in the first place, Braves. Luis Severino, oh my God, no for the Yanks. Gets mauled by the Big Bear in the first three-run Ozuna tank job. MVP most ball in his player, Ronald Acuna Jr. goes to dead center. Woo-woo! 5-0 Braves. It would stay that way. Yankees get shut out and lose again. Game three, Randy. Randy Vasquez and the Yanks are looking for any spice versus the salt man himself, Charlie Martin. Bottom two, cat scratch fever. 
Eddie Rosario, Apo Taco. It's 2-0 for the island country of Bravos. And it stay that way again. Back-to-back shut pieces for the Yanks to end their season under 500. Stop the fight. Swept in Atlanta. Goodbye, Yanks. Bravo. The Bravos, the island nation. The island country of Bravos. Bravos. Clark pitched really poorly. Um, Sebi's fastball actually looked really good. Uh, and Vasquez and Kinger have in- interesting lines um, and performances tonight that I don't hate. To recap, pitching. Clark got hit. Abreu got hit. Um, yeah, I mean, Sevy <laughs> Sevy was all right for Sevy. Um, that well, hanger his, the- his final result is is bad, but but me, who's been as hard as everyone's been hard on him, I haven't been harder than the hardest, but I've been hard, I've been very truthful. Like, he's got nothing and it's bad. I, I thought he had something that game, his fastball, he didn't give up a hit, it looked crisp. Um, until the end. I mean, Acuna gets him on a fastball, and then he gives up a couple hits on the fastball after that. So it, it looked solid early. Early. Uh, yeah, the first three innings. Um, and that one pitch to Acuna was just just like... As bad of a pitch as you can throw. Yeah, and it was obvious it was coming because he needed a strike. So he's just kind of a, just kind of predictable and like... He's in such a rut, you can predict his moves. And there's just no fear. Like, imagine being on the other team when you, you come up and you're facing a pitcher like that. Like, you have no... Yeah. Zero fear. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, Randy... I don't know. Randy wasn't great tonight, I think. A little, little Stockholm Syndrome there. King was, and they threw him for 44 pitches, so that's exciting. What did Randy give up? Two hits? Two hits, three walks, um, and 3.1. Yeah. Rookie against the best offense. I hate it. I'm interested to see it. Yeah, I mean, I'm more, I think, more interested to watch that than than other things, but. <laughs> and he was, ser- he was like searching. He was throwing so many different pitches. The scale's been broken. Yeah. Uh, but no, I liked watching King pitch. Visually pleasing. Stretching him out. 40-something pitches. There's a plan there. It involves 2024. Best part about the series for me. Yeah, I hate that they they couldn't hit at all. Yeah, but they can't. But I mean, I mean, back to back shutouts, man. Like I, you know, they're 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 really bad. Right, but even the Oakland Athletics, who are on a pace to be, you know, as historically bad as a team can be, I don't. I'm trying to look when their last shutout was. I don't know, it was like 15 games ago, and then I think another 15 after that. Like, it's just it's a team that's broken spiritually too. Like you can you can find runs on a baseball field. I know it's not a good team, but you can find runs, and they're broken. 
and maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we talked yesterday on the stream about how they run into like they've had like five games where they just get a, a run in the ninth to avoid the shutout. Like, right. If you take away those those runs against back end bullpens, this team's been shut out in meaningful innings. Like, was, do you remember the number game. Smythe had? Smythe got us a number. I think it was. I thought it was five. I thought it was more than that. I thought it was eight or oh. nine. That they oh, were maybe. Sh- that they were shut out through the first eight innings, and then they they pushed something across in the ninth to get rid of the shutout. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I mean they're they're twenty sixth in on base percentage. And that played like out. They're just like bad. Yeah. That's why, like, I, it's not underperforming. As a as a team, it's just ain't good. They're second and they're second worst in batting average. Them and Oakland, right? Um. So yeah, DJ got like a hit each game, and I was like, oh shit, is he my pride? Didn't really amount to much, and then they hit into so many double plays. Yeah, I mean the double play fest last night was impressive for. And, yeah, I mean, hey, if you got to give them credit where credit's due, they're playing quick games. I mean, rip that Band-Aid off. Dude, it doesn't feel like it sometimes, but they are. Um, It's a weird mix because the offensive innings go by so quick. Maybe that's just what it is. The offensive innings go by so quick, you almost feel bad for the pitcher. So you're, like, hanging on for every breath because you just know each run or base runner they give up is – Basically triple what it significantly would mean to another Yankees team. Each defensive inning feels like the innings are so fast, but that's been the whole year too. Like Katie Sharp did the stat on that. Like they're just, they've never had fight because again, I, I don't think that's the correct way to sum them up. I think they don't have the ability. I mean, it can be both, you know, it could, but you kind of need to be good. Step one. Yeah, I mean, players like Bader, DJ, Bowers, like those guys can have fight. Yeah, I wouldn't include Bowers there. I would He's include had a- old DJ had a ton of fight. He got yeah. some hits. Um, Good enough to string together a bunch of hits to score runs. They don't have that. Or, like, make it tough on a pitcher. And that's not really any individual player's fault. That's that's the roster construction of the lineup. They don't have that at all. I mean, that's, they're, they're designed to be breezed through. That's that's the most fair argument. And that's that's been the same thing since 2020. That they've, they've been, they are a team designed to be breezed through by starting pitchers. Because if you find that, that fucking lane with your slider, you just you, know, you got judged today too, Charlie. Like you just go, like Charlie Morton. At one point, it's like a video game, and you're just like, "Oh, that pitch you can't hit," and you're just like, "Let me do that until you fucking figure it out, dude." And by the time then you're 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 one and a half times through the lineup, and it's easy. That's the Yankees, and yeah. that's that's a roster construction design thing, not any individual player. And I I do you know we're we're emptying everything I. I, I very much think there's a mental part to that, too. That, like, you know, I, I think Charlie Morton, a 
you know, 16-year veteran or however long he's been in the league now, he sees this lineup struggling. He sees the look on their faces that he's got to be feeling great. Like, you can, yeah. I mean, the ability to make a mistake and not get it hit to, you know, two and a half batters, that, yeah, you get in that groove. It's got to be a great feeling. So, um, it's also Severino and Arzuna. He just threw ball four on a 3-2 pitch that was nowhere near the zone. Not competitive. He's probably coming in the zone here, and he's defeated, you know? Or or after Acuna hit the home run, the next batter steps up and goes, got him. Another fastball, another hard hit. Like, when you're down and out, it's much uh, much easier. You Not only do you not have fight, but you, you kind of give it to the other people. That's why the Yankees go into Kansas City and Oakland. They're like, fuck yeah. Let's throw a perfect game and win all of them. We got the confidence we're better than these two. So I always used to beat up my little sister, get beat up by my big sister. Okay. I never beat up my little sister. I did get my ass kicked by my big sister a lot growing up. Never beat up Ritzy? Ofer? Um, no, what we would do is we would like torture her. Okay. I wouldn't like punch her. Like Courtney would punch me, like beat me up. Right. We used to like pull the trundle bed out when we were maybe five and seven and Ritzy was ah, we were just like four and we were six and eight. We'd pull the trundle bed out, uh, slide it out and then say like, Ritzy, you're the only one that can fit back there. Can you go get that ball? We can't get it. And then she'd crawl back there to get it and we'd slam that trundle bed yeah, shut on her. Bam, 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 battering ram. <laughs> I'm four years old. That's a trap. Yeah, four year olds no, hate I that. mean, Ritz, grow up. That's a trap. You got to figure that out. That's a life lesson. That's Yeah, yeah. Hasn't slept on a trundle bed since. That's teaching. Maybe. She probably doesn't remember that. She slept on trundle beds. Yeah. The worldly Can't traveler. That happened twice. Yeah. Oh, Ben A in the chat got broken up with recently, but watching the Yankees suffer is the only thing that makes him feel better, LMAO. So sorry yeah. about getting broken up with, Ben A. And um, That is good news. Your Blue Jays, congrats. <laughs> the other good news is, if you're hiring... You should go to LinkedIn. Hey, maybe that's maybe we'll see some positions on the Yankees open up. Uh, get the job application refreshed. Because uh, if you're running a business, you want 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates. And LinkedIn is the place for that. I mean, this is the 1-1. Like, there's, there's not another player in the game that is like LinkedIn. In, uh, again, my requests are open. I did another run today, another 78 LinkedIn requests. Mm. Bang. Um, and I think I'm going to use those networks one day. And maybe you should too. And if you have a business, LinkedIn Jobs is delivering quality hires, number one over the leading competitors. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash yanks. That's linkedin.com slash yanks. Post your job for free. How about the price of On the House, the Rugi Odor special? Terms and conditions apply. Click the link in the description. Go higher. I can take you home. Awards. 
Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees, Jake. Yes. I get to go first? I think so. You do. That's Even super season. cool of me. Uh, way to go. Uh, my pride of the Yankees. I guess I already said this. Um, Mike King. Uh, his kind of the only time I perked up. Oh, they're stretching him out. Let's see what he's got. And uh, I liked what he did. So I'm going Mike King. <laughs> yeah, when they... uh. You know, he goes longer than Vasquez tonight, 3.2. He looked good. And, again, one of, as what we currently have as storylines, we hope there's Peraza's and Pereira's and Wells's. oh my. But um, Mike King is a storyline we currently have that's in action. So Yeah. um, He threw 44 pitches. He did um, tilt his pitch mix back to fastball much more. Uh, it was it was it was playing decently well, but he threw forty five percent sinkers, um, and he threw thirty percent. Thirty of the forty four pitches were fastballs, four seam fastball and sinker. So he did like you know we we thought about the pitch mix, but a starter you you don't try to throw all of it the, the first time. You save it for the second time. So he did kind of go go back to that. There's some changeups and some sweepers. But mostly it was fastball, fastball, fastball. Yeah, be interesting to see uh, off day tomorrow. Uh, and then Boston, Boston, Brito, Cole. So he'll be out for those. And then it's Clark on Sunday. So you you think he might be in play for that. And if he's not, it's another off day. And then the Nationals and Seve's lined up. That, that If they don't use King versus Boston... Um, I mean, I think you could be expecting like a 60 pitch start from King. So, uh, again, kind of depends what you're rooting for there. 41 pitches his last time out 44 tonight. I I think Booney had said he might go a little more, but I think it was more an extra up down tonight. So kind of same. Remember when Rodon was rehabbing and Booney said he threw, what was it? One more pitch in the bullpen or something like that. No, that seems that seems smart. Oh, Rodon's pitching one of those Nats games. They they kind of said that. That he went back on the IO. Big facts, homie. What's he on the IO with right now? Hammy. I was gonna quote Herb Brooks, but I didn't. I didn't want any any. any um, you know, wiener head clipping it, posting it. Mm. Your pride? Ooh, my pride of the Yankees. Uh how about Big Keen and Middleton? Uh coming in, keeping it a two nothing game after Kinger. I don't know, man. Yeah. Feel bad for him. White Sox to Yankees. Like, how's your dumpster fire? I didn't really watch. It's a tough He's a rental. I kind of tossed that part out of my brain. I mean, I'm happy for him because he might be able to boost 
cook the books a little bit and get his stats up because nobody's going to care when he's pitching in games for the Yankees that he might be able to rack up some numbers. Maybe. I don't know. Got no problem with him. Someone just DM'd me and said, have you guys always been this anti-Yankees or is this season getting to you guys? Stuff I'm seeing is nothing but dread. Hmm. Well, I don't understand really that. Lately. Some people think fandom is just being like dumb to reality. They're really bad. When the Yankees are really good and exciting, I'm really happy and excited. Right. When they're bad and there's clearly no hope, I'm hopeless. Just responding to the movie, you know? Yes. You can't watch me. You can't watch me uh, watching a comedy for, you know, a week straight in the movie theater. And, and you're watching me through a hole in the wall. And you're like, this guy's awesome. He laughs a lot. And then I go see uh, a tearjerker and I cry. And you're like, dude, I thought you were the happy guy. Right. Why are you crying? I'm like, well, the movie different. They evoke different emotions. Trying to tell you that movie different. Yeah. Stop spying on me, peep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are... I think, what's the point they referenced? The Yankees were 36 and 25. So since then, they've been 24 and 36. So they've been a 12 below 500 team for, you know, a little over two months. Like, it's... It's one of the worst products Yankee fans have had to watch. Yeah. Uh, How is Hal not furious? The Yankees spent a ton of money this offseason. Between Judge and Rodon, the Yankees spent a ton of money this offseason. Furious? And they're putting out... The worst product they have in three Beautiful decades. weather. Yeah, he likes fish. And the yacht's got AC and heat. Loves fish. Um, All right, good pride. How do they even breathe underwater? This is water. What do we do now? Yankee MF or? <laughs> you Yankee um, motherfucker. Yeah, Yankee like MF or. Beating a dead horse. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Stanton. Mm -hmm. It's the first time I've (laughs) first time I've said, I like Stan, um, as a player. I think he's one of the more accountable and post game press conferences. He's been clutch in the postseason. Um, I don't know how they get rid of him next year or, or move him to another team. I don't think it's possible, and they haven't shown a track record of doing that in the offseason. Um, but I don't see how you how you are able to do what you want to do next year with him at the DH. Someone said uh, maybe you just play him in the field to start the season until he's hurt and have the backup plan in motion. Right. Forget who said that, and like maybe that's what you do. But... Uh, we were talking, that was at the office today, we were saying if if somehow the Yankees signed Shohei Otani, he just runs Stanton out in the outfield until he got hurt. Which, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like other teams game plan that way. Yeah. 
feels feels like a lot when you say it out loud like that. But pay it doesn't pay six hundred. But it's the million. first time, and that's a bummer, man. Because I I I've wanted him to work out because I love him. Yeah, personality Yankee, and when he is hitting home runs, it's awesome. But he can't run, and he can only really DH and. He's going to get injured a lot, so you can't plan otherwise unless you do what I'm saying and just you have to plan for the injury. But uh, he's, a, he's a little redundant from Judge. Um, so, yeah. First time I've, I've, I've like really kind of crossed the line of being like, yeah, I think we got to try and find a way to move him. I, they're not going to. He's got four years left. And a lot of money. Yeah, they would have to eat a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think of one team, I think he accepts a trade too. So Right. Um Yeah, no, it, it's hard. Everything you said is right. I mean, Stan's personality wise, one of the coolest Yankees we've seen since we've been doing this. Um for the Yankees to change their team DNA without moving Stanton, it feels like a plethora of moves that front offices just don't do because they don't do that many moves. Like, um, It's logistically very challenging. I mean, since Stanton's been on the team, I mean, Jack Curry's been on it. Like, he's kind of the kingpin. When he locks up the DH spot, that kind of clogs the whole wheel of the Yankees, which I think says a lot about the Yankees, and it says a lot about Stan. The DH spot, they wanted to play him. And I, I think, because I talked about What's, this a, a little bit last episode, and I, I know he had, a, he had a double down the line that, uh, you know, looked kind of Stanton-y, but, you know, now if you do the last buck 80 games he's played, he's a 200 hitter. Yeah, I mean. His numbers since coming back from the injury early last year are. I know bad. he didn't do a lot with his legs already, but, it, I mean, he, he, I don't think he can, like, step to the outside pitch. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I mean, we were, when Stan was in funks, we would talk about that. We would say, like, the outside pitcher doesn't feel like he can get there, and then he'd snap out of it, and he'd go, and that would kind of be it. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's outside fastballs that get caught by the catcher that you're like, he can't hit that. Like his, his body can't get there. The Charlie Morton one. That was Judge, actually. But I think he had Stan as well. Yeah. Just away. No, there was a Stan one. Yeah. And um, and I'm trying to remember his old, his old swing. Like, did he used to have a big step? I don't think so. But more. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not worth yeah. It's not worth a deep dive. He went over or he had one hit. I don't know. The base running's killer, dude. It's crazy. It's killer. That one, that one slide. Remember that slide that set all this in motion to third base where he jammed his knee. And um, if you find that date and go watch any highlight before that, it, it it's a different guy running the bases. I mean, he has to lead the league in infield singles. Yeah. 
And that wasn't because he was really speeding down the line. It was because he hit the ball so fucking hard. Guys would like stop it, but not corral it. And he'd be fast enough. Like he can't do that right now. Well, it also used to be, remember the, there used to be comical screenshots of Nevin, the third base coach, like being in the stands and the third baseman. There was a couple times third baseman would be quote unquote playing in and they'd be standing where regular third baseman stand. Because he hit the ball so hard that he, yeah. and he could run serviceably, current Glaber to first, that he would somehow led the league in infield hits. I, I don't know. It's yeah. uh, not exciting. Who's your, who's your MFR? It's tough, man, because he's been so good, but there's, unfortunately, the offense all fucking blends together that I'll, I'll just do Clark. I, I know it was probably a, a big night for him, man. He's got 50 people in the stands, and he, like, had established him, him, himself this year as, like, a quality major league starting pitcher, and then uh, he just gets got, um, you know, was up against it a couple times, and sure, you know, the, the one pitch away, but you end up one pitch away too many times, you're going to get in trouble. And, uh, yeah, that final line, you know, 2.18 Ernie's. That's uh, that's tough. Not great. Not great. Tough. Tough. But uh, would love. You know what? I'm interested in the back bounce back storyline yeah. for Clark now. Given so good up until that point. At home versus the Sox, like you know, Clark, again things we can start putting in a bucket that still matter for this year. Clark Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah. Interested in his starts. Um. Then bouncing back from that. Exactly. So in a way, he's uh, pride. Gave us something to look at. Yeah, it was any way this landed was going to be almost backwards because I I almost did like Bader, but I you know almost my care level's gone with him. Like I don't. Yeah, are you? So are you kind of there? <laughs> um. Yes and no. I mean, it, you know, I love good center field play, and there was <laughs> there's a ball that off of Olsen's bat that landed in right center that, you know, Bader was shifted away. And uh, <laughs> if it was a playoff game, I think it would have been a lot more interesting. <laughs> you know, uh, that ball was in the air for a little while. So I don't know. At a certain point, he's he's injury prone and he's got business decisions to make going into his free agency. That And how how is he supposed to play inspired baseball? He joins this organization that, Clearly, we're finding the tip of the iceberg of problems. Like, I don't know. I I wouldn't be hyped to be out there. No. No. Um, but, yeah, I, um, I'm not finding myself, in, like, truly interested in guys that won't be back next year. Yeah, well, I guess. And B Bader was a guy I really enjoyed watching, kind of perked up, especially balls of center field. But it's, it's – uh, I, my brain has switched. Like I'm not joking. Very interested in Clark. Really watching. Um, Middleton comes in. I like took the baby from Katie and started like listening to the game instead of watching. I'm just like, well, whatever. Right. Yeah, I guess uh, Bader. It's a weird feeling. I've never had it before where I'm just like, but I. It's like my natural reaction. Bader's just. Uh... I don't know, man, that the center field conversation we're going to have this offseason, depending how much change comes, like he's... <laughs> I don't think he's a lock to he's, not be he's here. He's a top top three option to be back. 
on what? Don't you think he's going to want a long deal? Like a pillow contract? I mean, every player wants a long deal. He's a guy that has an injury history, and this season has been injured and not good for him. I don't think they're going to sign any center fielder for a lot more than a two-year deal. I think he's going to get get that elsewhere. Like I, you said in the office, like one year for Kiermaier versus four for Bader. I, I think the Yankees are going to go pillow contract wherever it is with a center fielder. Yeah, no, I just I, no, I genuinely don't know Bader's market. We've got a lot of baseball people in the office. My my stance I have landed on that I do believe is that an outside team will see their defensive analytics will be crazy on Bader and they won't believe in injuries and they'll, you know, go the third or fourth year, but it's it's going to be in play for the Yankees. We'll see. I think he's going <clears> to <throat> command a little more than that. But I don't Love know. It. I th- He's so good defensively. The injuries hurt you, but guys get paid. Rodon's injury prone. I guess the Yankees are the ones that paid him. I think there's, uh, you know, we're talking about how much he could command on the open market, and the Yankees might qualifying offer him, and then they'll get what they would have gotten in a trade if they did trade him, if he leaves. Or you overpay him for one year, and hopefully the next year you're ready for Dominguez or whoever to take over because you can overpay him for one year, and he might take that. Wouldn't um, he take the qualifying offer? I think he might. He all, but we're talking about how he would want a long-term deal that would be, you know, over sixty million in total value. So maybe he wouldn't. It, it'd what's be he getting, what's he getting right now? This year, I think is like a is making like what six eight million. They're not going to offer him the arbor uh, qualifying offer. It, he's making. It'd, it would be. Um, it would definitely 4. be an overpay for one year five, now. Two. So that would be a crazy yearly jump. Well, if he's going to get four years at 16 per for from somebody, I, I don't know. It'll be. What do you think he's going to get? I guess every time. What range, what range are you in? What? What range are you in? Well, I don't know. I didn't even know he was making that, that little right now. What he's making right now I don't think affects what he's going to get as a free agent. Sometimes it does. Like, um, like you look at Bregman. We were talking about that and talking baseball. He's making a ton of money right now. It's gonna. They're not gonna go down. Well, that was an extension already. What's that? That was an extension. He already signed. Extension money is different from. Okay, but same. Okay, one one Soto. All these guys that make a ton in ARB, they don't go down. So his his not going down is low. Depends your free agency year a lot. I mean, that's if the Yankees get him for two years twenty, I think they that's where they try to offer him. Yeah. Yeah. But I, if they give him the qualifying offer, I think he's going to fucking take that. Because if he plays well if, under that contract, then his I don't next know how much bar is think, so high. And that's kind of what you're saying, though. Wouldn't that be the Yankees' one-year teaser before Dominguez, in theory? Like, and I think the Yankees would be willing to overpay for one year. Maybe. To not I don't know if he does 220, multiple. but I think he'd take the 120. <laughs> I don't, yeah. th- I don't know if the Yankees hate that. I have no idea. But yeah. I think it's on, potentially on the table. Yeah. He's going to be oh. one of the, certainly one of the 10 best position players on the market. I don't know. Yeah. There's like no center fielders. Sim and Belly. Kiermaier will take a one-year deal, but we think. Who's the last player of his... He's a very weird free agent. 
it, the number can yeah. land anywhere, and I won't be surprised. Yeah. All right, we're doing regular awards. We usually do. Um. Fuck, man. The uh, um, Houndmouth Award. Houndmouth? Yeah. Are you saying Houndmouth? Houndmouth. Houndmouth. Um, that is going to the Houndmouth Award. Yeah. It's going to uh, it's going to DJ. No. Wrong. Okay. Uh, Houndmouth band. They had one terrible album, but then they came back with a better album at the end. Is that the one the Boston Crew is obsessed what? with? Like Sheedy, Emac, Proach, Duplex. I missed the beginning. Did you saw them with them or what? Uh, I think that's a band they're like obsessed with. I think that's yeah, like yeah they like them. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, we've seen them a, bu- a bunch. <laughs> they had a, a song um, that's got a chorus that goes, "What a night! What a night! What a night, babe!" And it's called "Good for You." It's Waldo. It's Waldo Cabrera. Two hits, stolen base against the Braves. What a so, night! What a night! What a night, babe! Good for you. Braves will get him in three years. He'll have an 800 OPS. Bada bing, bada boom. Boom, bada boom. Uh, tough year for him. Yeah. Do you want to see him play more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in a stinky spot. Not really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think if we wrote him that, all, I don't I, want I, him doing that's what he's doing right I would have liked to see him go to AAA and play a lot. Yeah. They're down there. I think if we wrote all the names down on a list of ranking of who we wanted to watch play, I think he'd be oddly high. Yeah. Um, Judge, Glaber, Volpe, Pereira, Peraza, Oswaldo, sixth. I mean, if you do guys on the roster, and I mean, even if we stumbled into a Judge Toe conversation, like... When do we call that? <laughs> it's, he could get real high. Well, if he's healthy, doesn't need surgery healthy, then I mean, I, I will always be interested in watching a healthy okay. Aaron Judge play baseball. Sure. So good. But, uh, yeah. I, I know I want to either watch Oswaldo play or not, but the role they have him doing right now stinks. Yeah. I mean, that's play the, a lot of AAA or play a lot here. That's the funny the thing, options. though, with his sample size. If he were to play the rest of the way, at least you'd have like an actual feel from him. Like, I, even I did this before Peraza and Pereira, like, you know, 40 game samples. <laughs> Tough to figure out anything. Yeah. No, I agree. If, if it's either play him or don't play him, to be or not to be. Shout out Hound, Houndmouth. Is there an Hound S? Mouth. No S? No S. Is Hound's Tooth a thing? What's that? Hound Tooth? H- Hound's Tooth? Is that a bar? Hound's Tooth? Yeah, I think that's I mean, a, I mean like a hound. A yeah, there's oh, a Oh, Hound York... Tooth is Hound's Tooth is a dress. You're fashionista? Yeah, there's a there's a pub in NYC. There we go. 
Um, nice. My first award will be the Lubed Up Ham Award. Lubed Up Ham. Lubed Up Ham. Um, Ian Hamilton. I wish. Um, you know, you ham. You remember in our house Olympics, you know, there was rumors of a, a lubed up ham getting caught. Um, watermelon, but yes. We we ended up doing I think it started with ham, watermelon, and then we ended up with those bottles. Uh it was yeah, it was someone dropped a giant heavy one of those giant water bottles from the third story window yeah. and you had to be fully lubed up on your hands, arms, chest and catch it. And if yeah. you caught it, you you stopped the time. What ended up happening was after you would go, you would then run up to the third floor and fill the water ball up and drop it. And that started becoming a gag on top of a gag. Like I filled right. it up with milk for J-Mac. Yeah. K-Mac. Because the bottle Shout was out. broken. Might have him on soon. Um, I don't know. This is kind of a silly one because we got a tough ep going, but. Uh, how many balls went off IKF's glove <laughs> the other day? <laughs> like a little greased up ham, and then Volpe had the same thing happen. So maybe it was some on that left side of the email, email infield. Um, he even made, I think, one or two of the plays after it flopped out of there. But yeah, yeah it was we had just, one tip drill. It seemed like a, it seemed like a prank at one point. There's a lot of balls going through that glove. Yeah. Made a couple nice plays at third, though. I think we should give IKF an ovation at the stadium. Say, um, sorry you got put in the position you did last year. Thanks for being awesome this year. Well, we got to let the kids play. See ya. See ya. IKF can play it out. Sure. Have him, have him catch, though. Yeah, I mean, let's make a memory, right? Yeah. Um, ham. It wasn't watermelon season, so we couldn't get the watermelons. But initially, Proach wanted us to be lubed up and have to run a 50-yard dash there and back with watermelons. If you dropped it, you got, uh, like, time added to your time. Figured it's building off a hound mouth a little bit. Yeah. So, I go next. Yes. And, um... I don't know. I don't know. Hmm? Um, I'm sorry. Maybe there, I mean, I can do more, more music. Um, okay. There's a Langhorn Slim song I might use. Okay. Okay. Langhorn Slim award. Langhorn Slim. Uh, he's a musician. Oh, I know. Um, he's 42. There's a song that was on a commercial back in 2009 when the Yankees were on their World Series. Actually, yeah, it was when the Yankees were playing in the postseason. This song was on a bank commercial or something a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, the chorus is, I love you, but goodbye. Oh. I love you, but goodbye. I love you, but goodbye, uh, Luis a Severino. A bird with clipped wings can still sing, but no longer fly. I love you, but goodbye. 
And it goes to two people. Okay. I already guessed Severino. Oh, no. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Bowers and McKinney. Okay. And, like, nothing against you guys, but get out of here. Like, it's almost like um, the 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 scene in the jerk when Steve Martin is telling um bullshit his dog, like I can't feed you, I can't help you, I I got no life for you now. Get out of here. Leave me alone. It's like we're moving on. Sorry. Good intentions. We thought you were really gonna help. We believed in you. Love you. But goodbye. Sorry. We gotta do something else. It's not your fault at all. It's not. But I no longer am interested in those at-bats. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Team DNA apparently is going to be a word of mine going forward, and <laughs> those guys, like, in the nicest way can't be a part of it. Dog's name was Shithead. I blew that. I knew okay. I was saying it wrong, too. It's all right. Caught yourself. Uh, no, chat help me out. Chat. Someone in the chat said these guys single handedly supported their local lube market. We did. I think, it was, I think it was one bottle. We did. And I mean, it's college. So you buy some of that shit and you're like, I don't know. People talk about this and then you use it once and it's sticky as hell. And you're like, I don't know. I don't love this. But it was supposed to be slippery. <sighs> I think someone, I think J Mac. Filled the my bottle up with milk, and I retaliated by filling his bottle up with boiling hot water. <laughs> if I'm just remembering, not boiling hot, but as hot as the sink faucet could get, and then dropping water. it, I tell and he you caught what, it. I think and he was like, right. "Ah!" <laughs> tell you what, like I think not, that's right. no, it wasn't gonna burn him. I didn't boil water, but it was hot. We expect something to come out room temp. Yeah. I feel like it, it wasn't boiling. Fire. It's from the sink, you know. It wasn't. It's boiling. just hot. Although he was, he like a he shower. Feel his body anyway. <laughs> it wasn't boiling. He didn't. It wasn't boil. You didn't drop boiling water on a guy. <laughs> Three, four. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't boil your. It was butt. just hot. Do that. It was just. It hot. was a really warm water. Yeah. Notice the time warm. it went from way the warmer than he would have first, expected. A lot of wind resistance, so. Dude, how about that? James, my son, is obsessed with having me and Katie blow on his food to make it less hot. It's just one of the things he knows how to say. Any word with a B, he's conquered. Um, So I'm just blowing on his food all the time. But I'm like, this isn't hot, James. But he doesn't understand mm, that. He doesn't care about it. Really. That's just the first part of eating. Boah. <laughs> Keep that just like a quirky family thing you guys do through the years. Like whenever anyone comes over in high school, you just like spit on their food. Yeah, I've been blown on food. Like, go around the office. Ooh, <laughs> Zach, that sandwich looks hot. Yeah. I'm getting practice in. Uh, I'm going to give out the Mighty Soul Award. Langhorn Slim Song. The 21 Langhorn Slim song. Mighty Soul goes to um, DJ. 
Johnny Lasagna. He's he's back on this bus and probably is a little surprised what he signed up for. He had one clean inning. Ten pitches. No strikeouts. Pump it in there, Johnny Laza. Why not? He's in a half-interesting bucket to watch next year. He'll be back, sure. Yeah, no, he comes into a game. I want to watch it. Yeah. Same with Wandy and the other guys. Wandy's a... Wandy's Wandy's a free agent. Yes, like him, but I like watching him pitch. Oh, you like Wandy? He's on. He's my second favorite player in Major League Baseball. Yeah, according to Zoe's Family Feud chart. Spoiler. Why don't we have a? You guys want to see a picture of Babe Ruth knocked out dead? That was when times were good, man. Those were those were the Yankees. He like ran into a wall or something like that. Yeah. Recklessly chasing a fly ball, drifting into the foul territory, has knocked himself out by running smack into concrete. I bet he played the rest of the game. Trainer Doc Woods wearing a Yankee cap is trying to revive him. Damn, man. The doctor's name was Doc Woods. Revive him. He would revive him. Yeah. Real out. Oh, yeah. I mean, the other guy is like giving him like uh stomach tickles. Right. So you would wake guys up back in the day. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> a belly bump. Take the belt off. Jiggle around down there, see if they get hard. See you guys. Red Sox series coming up. Yes, they're in fourth place. Proud of it. Someone tweeted at me the other day, like shit talking. I was just like, ugh. No time. Bad's bad. No time for that. Bad is bad. Busy shit talking my Yanks, all right? Chill out. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to the channel if you've listened this much. Peace and chicken grease. Go Yankees. Let's 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 go Yankees.